Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast episode number 57. But actually for us, actually, uh, we dance everything. We dance samba, kizomba, urban keys. We're still keeping, uh, do, keep doing classes uh, and keep also taking classes in kizomba, samba, actually. Uh, because for us, uh, if you want to be a good dancer, a good urban keys dancer, you need to have uh, a general background and also a really good kizomba basics background. She's next. Welcome to the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast, the podcast dedicated to inspiring dancers worldwide whose hearts have been touched by music and dance. The universal language of dance and music is spoken by many of us throughout the world. We want to motivate the dancer in you by sharing stories, insights, and ideas to enhance your journey. Join us now with your host, Charles Ogar. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Charles with the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast coming at you with another episode. Um, I really appreciate all the listens and the feedback that I've been getting on the episode so far. Uh, so far, this is the place where you can find a lot of interviews with a lot of influential people that we have in the Kizoma world. And I'm also starting to branch outside of Kizoma, just embrace the, the world of partner dancing particularly. Um, but today uh, we do have a Kizomba artist couple on the line, Saber and Majuline from Belgium, I believe. And I took a private with these guys in April 2017. And I really like their energy. I like their style. And the, and the private was very beneficial as well. And so I'm very glad to have them on the line to share their story. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, hello, hello, hello. So we're doing good, actually. So how are you? I'm doing good. Um, it's it's December. I'm pretty sure. Is it snowing there in Belgium? Uh, uh, no, but no? we're hoping. <laughs> we're hoping about Christmas. So, but yeah. but no, it's like too cold. But it's not snowing actually. So a bit of rain, but not snowing. Snowing yet? Uh, yes, I got you. Nice, 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 nice. Um, so. For the people listening right now who may not have heard of you before, uh, can you go ahead and let them know and our audience know what you do in the dance world today? Well, actually, uh, we are dancers, so dancers of Samba, Kizamba, and also Urban Kids. So people see us more like Urban Kids dancers. Um, mm -hmm. Also, what we teach, we usually teach um, so in Brussels and uh, even uh, in different uh, places uh, every weekend in festivals um, all around uh, Europe at the moment. Very nice. Very nice. Um, what is the official language in Belgium? Is it, Germ is it German? Uh, no, actually, well, there is a little little part in the south of Belgium where speaking German, mm -hmm. but um, the two languages, uh, the, the two languages are French and Dutch. Okay. Uh, we are actually so north of Belgium are speaking Dutch. South, the most of the south part 
French and in Brussels we speak French and Dutch. Yes. We are actually French speaker. We are both speaker of French and actually Majun she speaks also a little bit of Dutch so she understand everyone so this nice. is really helping us. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Awesome. So, um thank you for sharing that information. So the next question here is where were you guys born and raised? Um, just so we can get a little bit outside of dance and then we'll come back into the dance world. Yeah, so for me, actually, uh, I was born in Morocco uh, in a small city called Misur. So it's near a big city of called like Fes. And actually, I've been, I've been growing up there like two years. Then I went um, to Cameroon in mm-hmm. Africa. And I went there and I spent there like six years maybe. And then I came back to Morocco. Then I traveled again to the Middle East, Sultanate of Oman. I don't know if you know it, but it's... What uh, was the name of that country again? Sultanate of Oman is, uh, is in the sound of, uh, of the United Arab Emirates. Okay, okay. I haven't heard of that before, but I'm pretty That's, sure I can Google it. Yes. So then from, from, from there, actually, uh, I went to, to France. And now from France, then I came to to Belgium, and now it's like it's been it's been like two years and a half maybe again. Nice, nice, here. nice. And Saber, yeah. with your being born in Morocco and in Cameroon, um, can you tell us a little bit about what you were exposed to as far as music and dance in those times? Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, actually, I was like too young, but actually, yeah, I had like a lot of friends, uh, a lot of local friends. And when I was already going there to 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 to, to the, their house and uh, and to their families, actually, uh, they were always like dancing, especially in Cameroon. Mm-hmm. And what did they, they dance? Have, like, they dance a lot of of styles. They have like a lot of local styles, and also they dance a lot of uh, African styles, like uh, dombolo, mm-hmm. like a lot of things. But but they don't dance actually like um, a, a couple. Part- yeah, not partner dancing, yeah? Yes, yeah, not partner dancing. It, it was more about like uh, everyone is dancing alone, mm-hmm. but they were together, but they were also alone. So, so yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting. And of course, um, this is how uh, I have uh, like, I have been in like, I have been through in like an African culture because mm-hmm. actually uh, when I was there, I was in, I had like a lot of friends, and they were actually uh, also talking uh, their their own dialectos. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it it was it was it was really interesting for me. So yeah, very nice, very nice. And and Marjolaine? Well, um, I didn't travel that much. Well, I did, but only for holidays. I was born here in Brussels, okay. and uh, I grew up here. I never lived anywhere else. So, yes, actually, I spent six months in London mm-hmm. after my studies just to improve my English. Um, what about your parents and your grandparents <laughs> and your great-grandparents and your great-great-great-grandparents? Okay, well, I'm also uh, original from Morocco, so mm-hmm. my father is 100% Moroccan. Okay. He arrived in Belgium after his um, studies, uh, yeah, to start uni here in, here in Belgium. And my mother is half Belgian, half Moroccan, and she was born in Belgium as well. Interesting. What's the official language in Morocco? Oh, it's, well, it's the Arab, Arabic. Arabic, yeah. Yes, but uh, people uh, also use uh, a, a dialect. A yeah, dialect. Yes, dialect and French. And, uh, and French, yeah. Yes. Interesting. The world is Actually, very interesting, yeah? Yes. Mm. 
So yeah, I've heard about Morocco, but I don't know a lot about Morocco. So it's it's nice, but you it's good that you yeah. that you guys. Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, let's plan uh, holidays. Yeah, <laughs> that was so um, Kizamba in Morocco actually. Uh-huh. Yes. Nice, nice, nice. So, um, since we're on the subject of like our personal life outside of dance a little bit, um, I'm curious if you would like to share something that not a lot of people know about you uh, for each of you. Yeah, actually, uh, we were like uh, joking about that uh, like uh, last week or maybe the week before mm-hmm. in a festival. Actually, we said like to people, yeah, we, we met always each other like in every festivals, but we don't know actually what you do in life, in real life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, maybe- meet, we, we meet a lot of people actually in festivals and we are we are talking so much about the, the Kizamba and the dance. We sometimes mm-hmm. don't even uh, take time to, to yes. talk about uh, anything else <laughs> how patient is mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, yeah of course yeah most of the people don't, don't, don't know, don't what, know we do. what we do actually but actually yeah uh, of course the kizomba that uh, we are doing is actually a, our business but this is not our principal and primary like uh, activity mm-hmm. actually uh, i'm still studying i'm fi- fi- finalizing my studies mm-hmm. and and actually, I'm doing a master in finance. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping that I will finish my my studies like this year, and then then I will go to the actually to to to, to seek about a job or something like that. Nice. But Majul will talk about her job actually. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I also have a business background, so I studied the commercial science mm-hmm. and. Uh, I'm now working in something very different. Uh, I'm working as a cons- uh, recruitment consultant. Mm-hmm. So I also have the sales part, but it's more like recruitment. So I got you. So you guys find candidates for like positions in in corporate positions, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Nice. Actually, nice, nice. We, we want to keep like Kizomba more about a hobby and about a, yeah, a patient than about like a business. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard about some other instructors that want to share that sentiment because when it becomes your your full time thing, it kind of changes the energy about it a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, actually, yes. it takes a lot of energy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I have very full weeks because I'm working from Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. I have very long days, and then on Friday evening, I go to festival and like I come back on Sunday night. So. Of course, it's uh, it's not easy, but I, I enjoy my weekend and I try to to go to bed very early during the week. So I actually we can handle it till now. Yes, yeah. nice, nice, we, nice. We're not trying to handle it actually. So we will see if maybe like in one year or something like that, maybe it's gonna be like harder. But actually, today we are. It's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. We are doing it. Awesome. And and Marjolaine, I'm sorry, I forgot to ask you um, if you were exposed to any types of music or dance. Uh, growing up in Brussels with Moroccan parents, what were you exposed to? Well, uh, nothing to do with Morocco, actually. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I did uh, a few dances since, uh, since I was a kid. Well, actually, when I was very, very young, mm-hmm. uh, um, I was dancing. Uh, I started with dancing a ballet. Mm-hmm. This is what my uh, my mom chose for me. Yeah. <laughs> I started with and I, I danced it uh, during a few years and then uh, yeah of course I take some lessons in uh, hip-hop also jazz okay. uh, yeah actually uh, different dancers but never uh, partner dancing okay so, so my first one um, I'm doing with the, with the partner the first dance I'm, I'm, I'm doing with the partner 
interesting. Okay, so you said for you, Kizoma is your first partner dance. What about for you, Saberes? Is Kizoma also your first partner dance? Yes, actually, yes. Okay, yes, so, yes, yes. so now... Was, like uh-huh. Majumi, I have danced like... Uh, uh, yeah, it was more about like maybe I, some hobbies. It was like more about like hip-hop, more more about jazz, more mm-hmm. than jazz, like that. And then it was like just for fun and also because, uh, you know, our parents, when they were like, when we were too young, they were like just said, okay, just go and dance and enjoy, you know, and it was about that. And then after when we grow up, when we became like what we came today, we are, we started with Kizomba and this is our first actually partner dancing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm curious now to hear about how both of you found out about Kizomba. <laughs> Oh, um, well, actually, one of my friends was dancing and uh, I was uh, with him um, one afternoon and he had to go to his class and dropped him up and uh, he asked me to, to come and to have a look on on the class. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, why not? Like, I don't know it. Why, why, uh, why not going uh, to have a look on it? And um, actually, I tried finally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, I start loving it uh, directly. Okay, what did you like about it when you first saw it or you first tried it? Uh, oh, it's really hard to explain. I don't know. It's a nice feeling. It's more than the performance. Is really. Um, I mean, it's really weird to um, to be uh, leaded with someone mm-hmm. in a dance when you. I mean, when you've never tried that before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I got you, and Saber. How did you find out about Kizomba and what attracted you? It's almost the same, actually, the same the same story as like Majuline. Uh, but it was like year, some years before, uh, actually, maybe in 2010 or something like that. Uh, I was still in the, um, the high school and like a lot of friends of mine, a lot of friends of mine. And one actually, uh, Kizomba people, they know it, they know him good, is Pierre-Yves from Pierre-Yves and Sarah. Mm-hmm. The, he was in the same class so we we know each other like a long time ago so nice. and he was one of the first like actually uh, dancer in in my 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 friends actually and then he told me with his girlfriend and everyone he told me yeah can you just come with us let's see if you can like the, this this kind of dancing etc so we said okay no problem let's go and then i've seen them it was really good actually but i've never tried to dance actually i was going to parties and i was just taking my my yeah my my drink mm-hmm. my coke and I was like sitting and actually it was, I was really amazed by, by what people they were doing in the, in, on the dance floor. But actually I, I, I didn't have maybe the, the courage, I think, to, he to was, start. You know? He was afraid. Yeah, I was a bit <laughs> afraid, I think. so. And then, yeah, maybe like after this, this, uh, this part, maybe like two years after or something like that, I started like taking classes and I really enjoyed, of course. Nice, but nice, the, nice. But the thing that I really liked it was like more the the social part of the dance mm-hmm. it was really interesting because when i was going to to, to the parties with them uh, actually they've never like put me on the side they were dancing but they were also coming and they were like and yeah of course we met like a lot of friends and yeah it was maybe the, the, this, this is the first thing that for me actually attracted me in this dance that's awesome yes all right, so you both found out about Kizomba at different times in different places. So how did you two yeah. end up meeting and dancing and like becoming partners and all that kind of stuff? 
Um, well, actually, um, I met Saber at his uh, first Kizomba party in Brussels. So when he arrived in Brussels, he checked on internet to find a to find a Kizomba party, mm-hmm. and this is met him. Well, I directly noticed he was a good dancer. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I went to invite him actually twice <laughs> at the same party. Yeah, and um. Yeah, then we then we've talked at the end of the party. He asked me to to introduce him to to people in the Kizomba world in Brussels to to show him um, the other parties. So yeah, we kept in touch and uh, we start um, going out in parties together. Nice. Okay, yes. I want to hear Saber's side of the story. So yeah. you went to this party and you saw Madeline. <laughs> I went to the party. I was the star of the party. No, I, I, I'm joking. I'm joking, actually. But uh, yeah, of course, yeah, I, I came here like two years and a half before. And um, it was for my studies, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I came here for an exchange on a university. And yeah, I was like really um, on my uh, like. Uh, learning side because I came from Paris mm-hmm. and, and I was like every day dancing in Paris because Paris you can dance every day mm-hmm. and every so so I was dancing there and then when I came here I, I said oh I I need to keep the um, I need to keep the this this uh, this rhythm and so uh, I started like to 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 look for for some parties actually I I I find I found one and yeah I went there and then yeah it was it was really interesting because the level was not um that much in paris actually mm-hmm. the level was not actually that side but uh it was a good thing and then yeah i came here and then i said why not let's go and just uh, let's have fun and then yeah we met each other and then we start going out like uh in belgium mm-hmm. in holland in luxembourg we start taking classes also because we took a lot of classes together also mm-hmm. and um yeah then then the time that we started like giving classes also partners as uh, partners later, so, yeah. yeah later mm-hmm. and so when how did you guys come to the conclusion that you wanted to be teachers and you wanted to start teaching uh, well, I think it's more because um urban kids was not really uh present in in Belgium mm-hmm. not a lot mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah <laughs> I think it grew up very fast in, in yeah, Belgium yeah, because really. I remember when I started, Urban Kids was really, really not um, as, as as present as, as today. Um, so, yes, I had that style. We couldn't really find there. And he was like, yeah, I would like to share it. Um, actually, the first the first thing what will happen is an, an organizer of Brussels um, saw so us dancing on a, on a party and asked us, oh, do you teach? Because I really love your style. I, I think you should you should share your side to other Belgian people and this is that, that was yeah. the first class. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. we were in a party, we were dancing, and the organizer said, "Yeah, why not? Why are you teachers?" So we said, "No, we are just like dancers, and actually, we just take classes and everything." Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so I'm organizing boot camps every like uh, two months, I think, mm-hmm. and. I really want you guys to come and teach your own style and what you dance. Because actually when I came here, because I came from Paris and Paris, you know, Urban Kids is really famous actually. And when I came here, it was like the, um, yeah, the opposite because I came here, it was more about like Kizomba and Semba. Mm-hmm. So there are 
teachers coming from this background and actually urban kids maybe there 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 was like maybe one or two teachers actually maximum and it was not really present so he said okay just come to my boot camps and we we try if you want to just do like the hours and then you see if you want to 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 then start your teaching here in Belgium you can if not it's okay but you just come for the boot camp i said okay no problem let's go for it and then we started so people they really enjoyed because when we actually did the boot camp it was sold out maybe like uh, two weeks before the event and then we said okay there is like yeah people they wanted to 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 learn it and then we started actually and then people liked it and then we asked people if they we want if they want some weekly classes on your bankies and they said mm-hmm. okay we we really need it and then we started like this nice. which is like so uh, it's like kind of responding to the needs of the community more so yeah yeah it was about it was about more sharing you know because they they you know belgian they were like uh, traveling a lot and mm-hmm. they were like so to holland to france and luxembourg and they said yeah we know that the 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 that urban case now is is really growing up and everyone is dancing that but we actually don't know uh, how to dance it and don't know how to do it can you just share with us your 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 style and yeah, you said okay it was okay, more no about problem. the style because yes yeah. it was more about some the style. teachers uh, already but uh, yeah that style that urban kids style was uh, wasn't there yes yet. gotcha awesome that's good um that's kind of how i started as well like a, a dance studio reached out to me to start teaching i didn't really mm-hmm. have the goal to start teaching but then once i started teaching then that just really opened up a lot of more opportunities for me. So it's interesting looking back at it now. Let's take a quick moment to thank our sponsors. Have you been looking to level up your Kizomba, but you don't have the local instructors to take you there? Are you looking for something concrete to practice with your Kizomba partner? Or are you looking for Kizomba lessons that you can take on your schedule and the comfort of your home? If you answered yes to any of these questions, look no further. LearnToKids.com is what you need. Progressive, step-by-step lessons that you can take at your pace in the comfort of your home or anywhere with a solid internet connection on your PC, Mac, or any smartphone. New videos are added every month. You can try this awesome resource out 30 days free at LearnToKids.com slash podcast. After the 30 days free, it's only a low $15 per month. But again, the special offer for the Dance Your Heart On Fire listeners, 30 days free at learntokids.com slash podcast. You won't find this offer anywhere else. Learntokids.com slash podcast. And now back to our show. So may I ask if you guys are a romantic couple or is it just a professional couple or do you prefer not to share? Or I know different couples have different feelings about it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So yeah, everyone is asking us, but you know actually we yeah, we, we would like to share it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not really a, a secret. It's not a secret. Everyone knows it. Actually, we are together. We are in romantic. Uh, as you said, a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. And yeah, actually we we were like together before we started giving classes. Nice. So. That's mm-hmm. awesome. It's good because yeah. sometimes like I don't know. You, I mean, we've we've seen like the Kizomba couples and the breakups that have been happening recently. You yeah. know, so it's yeah. it's interesting to see, like, does a romantic relationship give you an advantage or a disadvantage when working professionally and and all those kind of things? You know, so mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's, it takes a lot of work and and relationship. I did a interview with uh, Ricardo and Paula, Afro Latin Connection, yes. and they talked about 
fighting all the time and then making up and then like respecting and then trying to understand each other. And they said it's just it's, it's not a sea of roses, but it's it's worth it, you know. So very nice. Yeah, actually, it's not. Of course, it's not easy, but um, I mean, it's not impossible. We we both have to. Uh, I don't know how to say it in English for the concession to like to make sure we don't um, we don't argue about uh, about uh, you know very small things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know when you when you fight and you have a workshop just uh, after five minutes, it's really <laughs> hard to yeah. manage. So yeah, we really have to you know to. Sorry, my English is so <laughs> no, bad. No, it's okay. Mm. Yeah, to respect each other, we are trying to, you know, to to enjoy the parties together. I mean, yeah. almost all the, all of the time we are we are going out um, together. We are still enjoying. You know what I mean? It's not only about you know giving class. We still really like to to go out and to to go to to kizomba parties. Yes, um, actually, it's a common activity. It's a common hobby. So so it's easier for us to 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 be like uh to be like okay like good and we said okay no problem let's go for it because sometimes of course we are a couple so like every couple you have like some fight you have some yeah of course you have some maybe a day i say okay no problem i don't want to do that she said no we have to do that then maybe uh, i said okay no let's go for it she said no i don't want to do that <laughs> It's really, it's really hard, but actually, it's a good thing also because we know each other actually good, and uh, and it's easier for us than for maybe for the other partners because uh, when we are together, actually, we can talk about everything. Mm-hmm, that's awesome, uh, and we can say everything to each other. So, so this is also a good point for us because when I don't like something on my on on the way how Majorine like behave on on the way how she dance on her way she I can say that like easily and she can do also the same thing as me she can say to me yeah you lead it, your leading was really bad <laughs> I it, you know and yeah it's about fighting but it's also also about like growing and also about like uh improving ourselves so yeah it's, sure. it's good also. yeah communication i think is the most yeah. important when we yeah. don't when you don't like something about uh, about uh, you know about uh, the things happening we just have to <laughs> to talk about it and try to uh, yeah to yeah. manage it but it's can. not easy actually but we are still handling and thanks to god we're still handling it <laughs> for but, sure and yeah. anything worth it in life is not going to be easy yeah so it's going to take some effort and things like that yeah awesome yeah, of course. thank you for sharing that um so now to take it a little bit more into the world of Kizomba and, and the climate of Kizomba that we have as we approach the end of 2017, um, we definitely been having a lot of conversations between like authentic Kizomba and urban kids and, and the similarities and the differences and all that kind of stuff, you know, um, I think... Yes it's getting better now and we're not having so much fights and people are just dancing to like have fun and be happy because we can't lose this aspect of it, you know? Um, So I'm curious with you guys because I I took the private lesson with you guys and you guys definitely have a very strong uh, Kizomba base, you know? And then like it changes in the urban kids. So I'm curious to hear your, your viewpoints on that. Yeah, I, I actually, you know, the the real debate actually is why urban keys, why Kizamba, why Semba, why boat, you know. And for us, actually, we have a Kizamba background. 
uh, every teacher that we've going through the, their, their workshops, uh, they were also they were Kizomba teachers, and uh, maybe because we were there from the beginning or from like uh, since a like ago. a long time ago, but actually for us, actually uh, we dance everything with the samba kizomba urban keys we still keeping uh do keep doing classes uh and keep also taking classes in kizomba samba actually uh because for us uh if you want to be a good dancer and a good urban keys dancer you need to have uh, a general background and also a really good kizomba basics background mm-hmm. and for us this this may be what we can we can say, we can describe uh, our style is more about like, we take the basics of Kizomba and we try to to have like a lot of urban key steps on it. And we try also to keep the basics of Kizomba, you know? And actually, yeah, maybe for the similarities, it's more about like maybe the musicality, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, more or less. Yeah, it's more or less because a Semba, a Semba music is not like a ghetto music or something like that. But we know that the structure is a bit the same. And for me, it's about that. And then, also, also, of course, we dance with partner, actually. And uh, in Semba, we dance with the partner. And Kizomba, we dance also with the partner. So actually, for me, the, the, the big similarity is the thing that we dance also together. And also the connection for me, actually. Uh, this, the, leader. the leader and the, and also the follower. Uh, we have maybe the same connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but yeah, for us, yeah, you know, the debate is really is really hard. But actually, some uh, one day we we went to a festival and uh, in Portugal, actually, yeah, in Portugal, and it was uh, there. There was like uh, Mr. Petru, mm-hmm. and, and he was talking with us, and he saw us dancing, and he wa- he really enjoyed. He said, "Yeah, you're dancing urban keys actually, but you have a lot of basics of kizomba, and you for me you are dancing also kizomba." And and the thing is, the the the, the most uh, important sentence that he said, uh, he said like urban keys as o filo do kizomba. So it, it means that as uh, urban keys is the son of kizomba. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes really. a lot of sense. So when he when he said that, we we were like really amazed, and he said, "Yeah, of course, I really, uh, I really say that because I really, um, come on, G. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do you I don't know. Actually, when he said when he said the sentence, he was like, "Really? Okay, this is what this is my point of view." Actually, mm-hmm. it's different. Not the the dance I want to dance because definitely yes. <laughs> it's not his thing. Yeah, but for he sure. said that it's coming from somewhere, and uh, and actually, yeah, it does. It does. Even if it's something different for us, it's important to dance. You know, um, the dance and the right music also. So if you have a you know. A samba song we will never dance as we we dance on instrumental mm-hmm, that, for sure what you can see on our demo is really completely different so it's it's really about you know respecting the music by uh, by the way we dance mm-hmm. but um yeah in general of of course uh the kizaba background is um is the most is, is important, there. important yeah. so yeah yeah definitely Actually. Thank yes. you. That's an awesome sentence uh, to share by by Master Pestu as well. Yeah, welcome. Awesome. So um, it's more like you no know, um, int- the interpre- interpretation of the music. 
So when we do, uh, when we dance on, you know, some remixes or some, uh, yeah, some some instrumental, we can't really dance, you know, as we as we do. Yeah, on definitely. Slow, kizamba. We are just inter- interpreting, interpreting. What? How do you say? Sorry. Interpreting. <laughs> yeah, interpreting um, with our steps. So you know, when you have like a very fast song, we like to we like to accelerate mm-hmm. to do that, and syncopations <laughs> and the blocks yeah, and things like that. Exactly. So we we interpret it, but um, yeah, yeah, I think it's more it's more about the music for, for us. sure. Awesome. Thank you so much for uh, sharing that and that viewpoint. And I think it's good for other students to hear their perspective from different instructors, because even sometimes if you're teaching a workshop at a festival, you don't have that much time to kind of really yes. explain everything, you know. So uh, this is another reason why I really like doing the podcast, because it gives the opportunity for to share a little bit more about your ideas and things like that, you know. Yeah. So um, we're at the end of 2017. Are you guys looking forward to anything exciting happening with your Kizoma career in 2018? Yes. Of course, yes. Of course. Just, just the beginning, actually. Only yeah. two years, maybe less. Yeah, um, we've, we've worked really hard these two years to, yeah, to, to start, like, really uh, having some good projects. And we had, actually, good projects this year, and we still having some new projects mm-hmm. and, and of course the best thing in, in Kizoma when you're like a teacher is traveling actually mm-hmm. and share if it you with have everyone yes mm-hmm. you share it like with everyone and you have the chance if you have the chance to be like a bit known and to be like a bit asked uh, in everywhere around the world you, you really really enjoy it and actually we enjoy it and we have like a lot of bookings around the world this year yeah mm-hmm. uh, I heard, um, I heard that you guys are going to be coming to to the U.S. next of year. Of course, of <laughs> course. This, this was this was my exciting project. Actually. <laughs> and yes, actually, it will be maybe the, the the first the first time that we will be there, and we will be there for the new Kizamba Festival. Actually, one of the greatest festivals <laughs> in U.S. I, I've heard about it, so yeah. I don't know. We will see it. Like in, hopefully, I'll be able to make it. One of the best again next year. Of so course, course. <laughs> you can actually you can do that. You've yes, done you it. Like you, yes, you can. <laughs> so so yeah, we are coming to US. We are actually going to Asia, uh, Europe. Also, we are going Australia. to Africa. Also. Nice, Austria. nice, nice. Australia. Also, we are going to Australia. So we have yeah, we will, we will travel a lot. So this is one of our projects, and also we are building a new uh, a show. This is the, we will, it will be our show. first show. Ooh, that's exciting! <laughs> so stay tuned about that, and also we are taking also some time for organizing some some new projects here in in Belgium. Mm-hmm. One of them. Uh, we've already started it is uh, boot camps actually we've stopped actually weekly classes but we are doing like every two months uh, a boot camp we're trying to bring like um, people from outside uh, so teachers from outside to come here and teach and give the um, give the, the their expertise here in in Belgium mm-hmm. and, and also in our boot camps uh, and maybe that's why it you can describe also uh, also our our styles is uh, the thing that we, we we've already talked about it is we will every time have a semba classes and also a urban kiss class in the same boot camp actually 
So to make sure that people dance everything and learn everything, you know. So this is really interesting for people because people now today we see that a lot of people they start actually beginner classes with urban kiss classes and so they still on urban kiss but they don't dance anything else only urban kiss. So for us it's very important um that you can dance everything so whatever if if you're a new urban kiss dancer it's it's a good thing but you have to be able to dance samba for a samba dancer it's also very good for you if you can dance urban kiss you know when you are in parties The, the best the best thing is you know you don't have to sit when there is a music you can't dance so yeah I think w when you can dance everything is always always the um, yeah the best way to approach everybody's so being you know polyvalent that's awesome 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 so uh, to end the podcast here um, two questions how can people reach you if they want to reach out to you and contact you and second question what advice do you have for the Kizoma world out there today okay so we have uh, our page Saber and Majdoulin yes actually in Facebook and also our social networks uh, in general so we have Instagram also so it's Saber and Majdoulin official and then also youtube we're gonna start like uh using our youtube channel actually we don't have any videos on it but we're gonna start doing like this in uh, 2018 and this is for for our social networks and then about the advices actually the first advice and maybe the most important advice is to keep taking classes actually uh because we also keep doing that Actually, when we go to festivals, when we are booked to festivals, even if we are teachers, we're still taking classes when we have time on the festivals and everything. Because we all can improve all the time. Yes. Everyone can improve and everyone has something to share to, to another. So, yeah. And also maybe... Uh, don't argue about like different styles, uh, different styles or different dancing or mm -hmm. different... Everything. Just enjoy and we're not here for for fighting we're here for enjoying so just dance and also keep practicing actually because taking classes is good uh, is the most important thing but uh, another po another part of uh, of work is uh, to practice actually and you have to go outside you have to go to dance with people dance with a lot a lot of people keep practicing and take your full passes for new kizamba <laughs> Uh, <laughs> because we will be there the, this year right. and yeah the, the, for me this is the advice but, but take your full passes it's really a good thing <laughs> thank you thank you thank you I appreciate that uh, it's going to be a good time it's going to be a good time um, yeah. it's been growing and uh, it's just been a, a lot of work over the years and things like that so it'll be awesome to, yeah. to share next year with you guys yeah We were talking with like uh, Ronnie Sale, mm. with Laurent Thin, with Jojo. Everyone said that, yeah, this is really a good festival. You will enjoy it. So we're really looking for forward to, to being there. And yeah, I'm we glad. hope we will enjoy our workshops and we try. We will try to. Of for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to speak with me and to share your story and a little bit of your history and, and advices and things like that. And... I'll see you guys soon um, at Neo Kids for sure. Maybe I might see you. I'm going to be in Europe in, in February and March. So we'll see if we bump into each other or something like that. Uh-huh. Of course. Okay. Of course. We were honored to be uh, to be here today. And thank you very much for your your work, actually, your interviews. So people can know a bit more oh, about yeah. teachers and more about Kizomba. 
uh, in different styles in different dancing and also more about the background actually and uh, yeah thank you very much for that and we were happy to to, to be here also today thank and you, thank yeah, you. Of course, let's, let's keep in touch and if you come here to europe of course we will be here for sure awesome thank you thank you for checking out the dance your heart on fire podcast today be sure to check out neokizomba.com for links to everything that we chatted about today, as well as some awesome free resources to enhance your Kizomba journey. 